0: The Biden administration announces three new drug pricing models, state attorneys general gear up for a fight over abortion pill access, and South Dakota becomes the second state this year to ban gender-affirming care for transgender minors. It's Thursday, February 16th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Ready to pop the question? The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced three new drug pricing models on Tuesday that will be tested by the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, or CMMI. The new proposals stem from an executive order President Biden signed in 2022 that sought to bring down the cost of prescription drugs. They also build on a drug pricing law passed last year in the Inflation Reduction Act that allows Medicare to negotiate lower drug prices for beneficiaries starting this year. Those drug prices won't go into effect, however, until 2026. The first model is the Medicare high-value drug list, which encourages Plan D plans to offer a fixed, low-cost copayment across all cost-sharing phases of Plan D for generic drugs that treat chronic conditions, such as hypertension and high cholesterol. The plan would cap beneficiaries monthly out-of-pocket costs at $2 per generic drug. As of Wednesday, CMS did not list what drugs would be included in this model or when it would be implemented. The second model focuses on the cost of cell and gene therapies, which is a growing field but can also cost upwards of $1 million for certain treatments. Under the cell and gene therapy access model, CMS would work with state Medicaid agencies to coordinate and implement multi state outcomes based agreements with manufacturers for some cell and gene therapies. CMS said in a statement that this would allow Medicaid beneficiaries to have access to potentially life changing but also high-cost therapies for diseases like sickle cell disease or cancer. According to STAT, CMMI plans to begin developing the model in 2023, work on specifications in 2024 and 2025, and launch it as early as 2026. And the final model addresses access to certain drugs that receive accelerated approval from the Food and Drug Administration. These are drugs that show promise and are approved in order to get to patients sooner before clinical trials confirm their efficacy. Under this model, CMS would develop payment methods for drugs approved under this framework in consultation with the FDA to encourage drug companies to complete confirmatory trials in a timely manner and improve access to post-market efficacy and safety information. CMS said that this would reduce Medicare spending on drugs that have no confirmed clinical benefit. CMMI said that it solicited input from various stakeholders including healthcare providers, prescription drug manufacturers and beneficiary advocates as it developed these models and said it will seek additional input as the process progresses. Groups of both Republican and Democratic state attorneys general have filed competing arguments in a Texas-based federal court over a lawsuit challenging the Food and Drug Administration's 2,000 approval of mifepristone, which is used in medication abortions. The lawsuit was filed in November by the Alliance for Defending Freedom, a legal advocacy group that seeks to outlaw abortion. That suit is currently being considered in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas. The 22 Republican state attorneys general filed a brief on Monday arguing that the FDA is violating state and federal laws in its decision to allow access to mifepristone and that it's against the public interest. The brief also argues that the drug is unsafe. However, 22 Democratic attorneys general from states and the District of Columbia filed a brief last Friday that argues that annulling the FDA's approval of mifepristone could impact access in states that allow abortion. The brief also argues that the drug has been shown to be safe in numerous studies. The judge presiding over the case is expected to release his decision by the end of the month. Medication abortion is the most common method to terminate a pregnancy in the United States. The FDA finalized a rule in early January that would allow retail pharmacies to provide the medication abortion pill regimen, which includes both mifepristone and misoprostol, provided they meet certain criteria. South Dakota will ban gender-affirming medical care for transgender youth. House Bill 1080 was signed into law this Monday by Republican Governor Kristi Noem and goes into effect on July 1st. It bans medical treatments for minors, including hormonal treatments and some surgeries. Healthcare providers that violate the law could face civil suits and the loss of professional and occupational licenses. The bill, however, does not limit medical interventions for minors who were born With a, quote, medically verifiable disorder of sex development, end quote. Lawmakers in support of the bill have claimed that it protects kids from what they say are, quote, harmful permanent medical procedures, end quote. Organizations such as the American Medical Association, though, have argued previously that governmental intrusion into the practice of medicine is detrimental to the health of transgender individuals. And the American Psychiatric Association outlined in a 2020 report that the use of puberty blockers for transgender young people can relieve emotional distress and lead to gains in psychosocial and emotional development. Other states have moved to ban gender-affirming care for minors. Utah passed a bill in January which went into effect when the governor signed it into law. And both Idaho and Tennessee currently have bills making their way through their respective state legislatures. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.